<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Travis, what do you drink before you interview a yummy, buttery, leading man actor? While you drink a lovely, buttery Cameron Hughes Chardonnay, that's what you do. Ask me what I'm drinking. What are you drinking, Steph? Lot. 576. Tell me about it. What does it taste like? Well, Arroyo Seco Chardonnay, it's our all-time best-selling white wine, a universally loved crowd pleaser for all occasions. This one is from uh, Monterey County. Love it up there. That's probably where I'm getting married. (gasps) This super fresh nose of honeysuckle pear and apple gains weight and complexity with a bit of air, adding papaya and orange creamsicle to the mix. OMG. That's why it's so delicious. Okay. Are you ready for the million-dollar question? How much is it? Uh, $14! I would have said sorry, $39 I, the way you described that. I couldn't that. even wait for you to, let, to guess. Okay. That's a deal! I'm telling you, award-winning wines, half the price. That That is what Cameron Hughes wine is. It is just... Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, it is the the number one wine brand online, and that's for a reason. How does he do it? His secret lies in purchasing direct from high-end wineries all around the world and cutting out the middleman. Yeah. Not in a way that, where the middleman's actually harmed. We're liberals. Yeah. We want to protect the little man, but we also want to get a good deal on our wine, right? There you go. There you go. Uh, his name is on it. It's uh, it, it just There's a lot number, and then there's a dead-on description, so you know what you like, what you're drinking. And uh, they are award-winning wines, and it is they are literally half price. Um, Cameron Hughes, all about what's inside the bottle. No fancy labels or flashy website. Check it out. Go to CH Wine. See what I'm talking about. More specifically, CH Wine slash Stephanie. Um you will be blown away by the value, the incredible quality of the wine. Um, he stands behind 100% of every bottle he sells. His name's on it. There it is. Cameron Hughes. Do it right now. chwine.com slash Miller or text my name Miller to 511511. Receive 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three bottle order. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to order a case of that so I can have it at my wedding overlooking the Monterey Bay. Oh my God. I'm and people to- will think you're like a money bags even though you're going to get an amazing deal. Free shipping, 15% off and fourteen ninety nine a bottle. Hello, Hello, Mr. Big Shot. Ridiculous. Text Miller to 511511. Get 15 percent off free shipping with your minimum three bottle order that's chwine.com slash stephanie oh let's do this with mr yummy wow (laughs) wow 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 Mm, he is startlingly handsome oh hi chris gorham well famous actor uh, happens to be blindingly beautiful that sounds. Nice we weren't given the right glasses. <laughs> it's like an ugly Betty when you're Henry and you took your glasses off. It's like, what is that? Who is that? Yeah, what's the deal with actors that are unbelievably handsome and just think like, oh, I have glasses, so now I'm ugly. Just we're all like, oh, shut the fuck up. You <laughs> still are gorgeous. 
<laughs> Works every time. It's a Clark Kent <laughs> Superman thing. That's right. Yeah, uh, Christopher Gorham, ladies and gentlemen, known for uh, The Other Side of Heaven, Ugly Betty, Covert Affairs. Um, and the we, new- sh- we should have him back when we have Malcolm Nance in so they can CIA off. They can spy off. Oh, that's good. We can spy off. He's, yeah. he's coming in tomorrow morning. Brilliant. <laughs> If, Ask well, him if depending, you saw Covert. Ask him if you watched Covert Affairs. How real was it? <laughs> depending you know, on how this goes, if you no, can just you know sleep what? it off. We, we, got, we, we got an award uh, in D.C. when we were on Covert Affairs, and I was there to accept it on behalf of the show. And I had someone from the agency come up to right. me during dinner right. and just kind of whispered in my ear, you guys are way off. And then ran away. Like she ran away. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking spies. They're like ninjas. I was like, lady, it's a TV show. (laughs) No, we know. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I watched a, uh, because I've become a fan of you as an activist and on Twitter. And so I was watching a roundtable on MSNBC. And nice try because you went scruffy and the the glasses. Oh, yeah. Nice try. But you did not make the uh, MSNBC Chris Hayes nerd model. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Wait, I tried. I just wanted to look smart. (laughs) But you were smart. In fact, I think you were talking about, you know, they say like acting's lying. Yeah. And I think you were talking about on this panel about how of all of the awfulness, it's just the blinding amount that we're lied to every day. Yeah. And what did it go up to now? Seven and eight times a day, Seven, times a day. which seems low yeah. to me. It was like 4,000 something. Yes. 4,200 something. Yeah. Yeah. It's shocking. And it's, you know, it's one of those things some, someone said, it's, it's not a lie if you believe it. Um, right, and, and which what? is kind of the sad. Well, you know, because it's it's. The, I mean, that's the sad thing about when when people hear lies over and over and over again, then they just start to believe that it's the truth, and then it becomes the truth for them, and that's when things get really complicated and yeah. dangerous. I think. I saw you commented on that uh, rally. How about that rally? Mm. Um, I think you just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag MAGA. Yeah? Question mark. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. What? Yeah, I've noticed that. I do that a lot. Well, you know, when I, when I, you know, because I want to make a point without, like, yelling and screaming and, like, you right. know, also giving my middle finger, which is sometimes what you want to do. Oh, yeah. This was somebody said someone yeah, needs it. to collect their grampy. That was just one of the many people giving the yeah. one finger, including the woman the dressed like a picnic table. Um, oh, pardon me. That's, pardon me. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, gotta go. <laughs> gotta Trump go. tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hollywood. Oh, it's a hotter actor. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. This, it's never a hotter actor, Chris. Um, oh, I went confrontational so we could have dramatic tension. I uh, I wore my USC t-shirt. You went to UCLA. Yeah, but I noticed you left off the U. The U is missing. It's just SC because it's not really a university. So I understand. Wow, he nailed you. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's not your fault. Really? That's it's how it's going to be? That's how it's going to be. Okay, first of all, <laughs> since you're Go used Brits. to being lied to, I'm totally fucking with you. This is a Soul Cycle t-shirt. Yes, eh? I'm like a thousand. I went to USC like a thousand years. Really? You think I'm one of those ladies that still has a USC t-shirt in 54? Um... All right, but wait, you grew up in Fresno. everyone outside of Southern California right now is going, what the hell are they talking about? What is happening over there? Fight on California Oh, no, you got a a degree in drama from UCLA, which is obviously somewhat more valuable than the one I got from USC because I am interviewing me in my my basement and you are off to some set somewhere. It's a nice basement in a very nice house. I think you've done all right. Thank you, Christopher. I mean, if you're going to work in a basement. (laughs) It's not a bad one. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like I'm making shoes for Ivanka. And these guys, mm-hmm. none, I don't see any chain. Nobody's chained down here. Yeah, right? She Travis? lets us off when guests come. He came back. He came back of his own free will. <laughs> this isn't like get out. <laughs> um, so wait, but you, because you just showed me the most hilarious picture of you guys on a balcony together when you were how old? 
Uh, yeah. It was like seventh grade. It was seventh grade, so like twelve. Yeah, yeah. It was eighty-seven, so right. it would have been yeah, right before it turned yeah twelve. But yeah. School, so a school trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was. It was. Uh, we went back to New York. It's a long. Comp- there's a long, complicated story, but the short version is yes. we were on a uh, school trip between seventh and eighth grade. I yeah, somewhere between right? seventh and eighth grade. Back yeah. to New York and D.C. Kind of like one of those traditional like yeah. you know fancy school trips where you go back and you see Broadway shows yeah. and you go and you see the Capitol and you, you see look like you're going to be exactly who you grew into and he looks like the nerd that he grew up <laughs> to be. No offense, Travis. I know, that but, picture, I'm standing there on the balcony, on the, that, we're on top of the World Trade Center in that photo, by the way. Listen, Travis, Because you by went way. to like the fame high school. I assume there was an entirely nerd high school that Travis went to. Well, I, I actually went to the super nerd high school and then, and also like the fame high school. In oh, Fresno. okay. Yes, yeah. I did both of those. He just went to like just a really solid oh, okay. um, high school. Okay. Good school. Clovis West, okay. right? You went yeah, to Clovis West. West. Yeah. yeah, Clovis yeah. West is yeah. just a solid yeah. school. But by the way, Travis um, looks like the animated version of The Flash that I pretend to be. Like, I'll take the dude that. Is he like does. I'll take that. He does. And rip. <laughs> he does. Because <laughs> like, yeah, so we knew me, I was a scrawny, really scrawny, skinny little kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, you cute, Travis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you okay? Because that's what it, it, all of those high schools. I'm like, oh, it's fame because that's what I grew up with. The you know, I mean, mine was remember, kind of, my, remember, like, remember. Senior year was kind of like that. Yeah, it was a little bit like that. Yeah, in Fresno of all places. I know, but it was great. But we had some really talented people come out of there. Audrey McDonald came yeah. out of there. Sharon Leo, myself. Wow. Yeah. Wait. I, so while in college, you participated in martial arts, stage combat, fencing, rollerblading, ballroom dancing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love <laughs> the rollerblading. Could you major still in around. those? Yeah. You couldn't at USC. No, those were all in like my uh, my special skills section on on my resume wow. for a lot of years. Isn't that usually bullshit? You're like no one ever asked you to do it. No. Right? It, no. No one ever asked me to do any of that. That's true. Um, the only thing I ever get asked to do is auctioneering. Oh, I've heard that you learned that from your grandfather. Yes. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Talk well, fast. Okay, so the it's it's I can teach you the chant. It goes one dollar bid, now two, now two, will you give me two? And then the numbers okay. change. So oh. and then you just practice that until you can get going fast. So it's one dollar bid now two. I got one dollar bid now two now two, would you give me two or two dollar bid now three? I got a three dollar bid now four. I got a three dollar bid now four and a four, would you give me four and four dollar bid now five? And it just keeps going up and up. Wait, can you do that and yes. change Bill to lie and we can do that for Trump? Yo, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me think. Let me see. I got <laughs> one leg. I got two, 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 two. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> wow. wow. That was. You can do the FedEx guy next time. The fa- the, that fast guy talking guy. Is he still around? I don't know. That's I your gig, know. man. Yeah. That's. The, yep. I'm going yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call my agent as soon as we get out of here. Let's do that. Get a commercial gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the part that, you know, just makes me weep openly. I'm single. You'll be surprised to know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at four in the morning is not good for your love life. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I want a degree from USC Theater. That makes sense. What? Um, you uh, proposed to your wife, uh, Anel? Anel, yes. On a bench outside of Tiffany's on Rodeo Drive, where he made a picnic breakfast so that he could they could have a breakfast of his t- Tiffany-style meal before going in and buying their wedding rings. They were college sweethearts. That oh, is my God. So romantic. <laughs> that just... That, that just is, made me moist like a water slide, and I'm so and I'm gay. But and, that just made me moist. Let me tell you, were it true, um, then <laughs> I would be deserving of a lot of credit. <laughs> but unfortunately, but you've been married, and you have three kids. You've been married how long now? Yeah, we uh, have been married uh, almost twenty years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 And you still look like you're in high school. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just because I shaved the beard. It's growing back. That is fantastic. For yeah, well, hopefully. Hopefully. Hold that thought, Chris, while I switch to a lovely Pinot Noir from Cameron Hughes. 
What? <laughs> oh my God. Lot 629. What? Ask me about the 2016 Santa Maria Valley Pinot Noir. Wait, that's an award-winning wine? Oh, yes. And I bet okay. it's a great deal because it's Cameron Hughes. Oh, yes. Classically styled, it's a very pretty wine with a ripe fruit aromas, a black cherry, strawberry, and baking spice with a kiss of chocolatey oak. Medium full-bodied on the palate, it has pristine and elegant cherry fruit expression true to its source. You know what? Those are the exact ex- same words I'd use to describe you, Stephanie. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> I love this Pinot Noir. It is, uh, uh, ask me how much. How much? $18. What? You cannot, I can taste this Pinot Noir. This is, uh, and there are only under 200 cases available. I would hurry because they sell out of a lot of the best. That's uh, the thing with Cameron Hughes. If you find something you like, you order in bulk so you have it because it may not be there next time. Yes. You will see right when you go to the website, it says it all uh, right at the top. It says award-winning wines, half price. And that is exactly what it is. It is why is the number one wine brand online. He uh, he goes to all the uh, top wineries all over the world, boutique wineries. Uh, it cuts out the middleman. That's how he brings you all these uh, uh, wines direct to you at half the price. It is unbelievable. He Sir Cam, he's a guy. He's a guy. He's a dude. Cameron Hughes. Yes, he's handsome. Standing there in his vineyard with his glass of wine. He's coming down to do a tasting with us. That I cannot wait for. He searches for the best wines, bottles them, always keeps his sources secret so we can pass all that savings on direct to you. Uh, you will save at least 40% compared to purchasing the exact same wines in stores under their original labels. Cameron Hughes Wine, it's all about what's inside the bottle. No fancy labels or flashy website. Um, you've got to, you will be blown away. I've switched all of my friends to Cameron Hughes Wine. chwine.com slash Miller or text my name Miller to 5115. 11 get 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three bottle order text miller to 511511 you get 15% off the already amazing prices and free shipping why are you driving anywhere i am gonna pass out unless you do it right now (laughs) chwine.com slash miller i know we uh, we have a lot of things in common in in the sense that i loved the movie uh boy named poe you have a a a son on this on the uh, autism spectrum and one of my best friends is steven stills who also has uh, a son on the spectrum and he yeah. does I just went um, I go every year to support his uh, you know Light Up the Blues yeah, great. Autism Speaks yeah. which is yeah but um, I, I, actually almost everyone I know it has someone touched by autism yeah, well, I think a nephew like one or son, in 68 uh, yeah. kids now gets diagnosed with some form of autism so yeah. it's, it's prevalent yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway but that was where I mean I, I the way you and I know obviously your friend Alyssa Milano um the way you guys blend your sort of uh, activism and your, I mean, it, it it really is amazing. I know you were literally like physically driving people to the polls in Georgia for the. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, listen, I have to give uh, credit for that to Alyssa, who is just a rock star when it comes to political activism. She uh, is all over the country, um, literally um, right. helping candidates that she believes in. She's really active online. She's um, very outspoken, um, and she's smart. She knows what she's talking about. She's really impressive. I'm so sick of that bullshit. They're like, oh, stupid actors. Why don't they shut up? And it, I'm like, really? And meanwhile, Ted Nugent and, I don't know, Charlie Chachi. Daniels and Chachi. And who's the fucking yeah. underwear model that's running now? Antonio Sabato Jr. Really? He's running for something. God bless him. Okay. Good. I mean, and by the way. I hear you're shirtless in almost every scene, so you're even a better <laughs> underwear model, and you're not even trying. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of, it's like a recurring joke with my character on um, Insatiable. It's my new Netflix show that starts August. Oh, it looks 10th. fantastic! 
um, that that my guy he takes his shirt off in every episode. Yeah. Any reason? Because I, I there's a reason. There's always a reason. Yeah. Of course. Part of it is just that you know every character has some kind of hole that they're trying to fill. Yeah. Sometimes literally, some yeah. mostly figuratively. <laughs> and I'm guessing a lot of the women around your character uh, have a hole to fill. <laughs> and uh, what? And what? Although Alyssa mm-hmm. Milano's character is kind of yeah. Yeah, got a little. Yep. Okay, can you tell us the, is this, the plot line because it's kind of fantastic. So, yeah, so there's uh, a girl. Okay, the simple version. It, it's a story. It's about self discovery that that's kind of uh, cloaked within a dark com dark revenge comedy yeah. that takes place in the world of Southern beauty pageants. Yeah. So uh, in the pilot, you have the main character Patty, who has been heavy and bullied severely her right. entire life. Horrible fatty Patty scenes. The whole yeah. first part of the trailer, you're like, oh. It gets punched in the face, <laughs> breaks her jaw, jaw gets wired. Like, who wants to steal a candy bar? <laughs> exactly. It's like a homeless guy out in front of the convenience store. Um, and uh, so she gets a jaw wired shut, loses the weight over the summer, comes back. She's hot and and is being treated completely differently sure, by everyone, sure. which enrages her because she doesn't feel any different. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of triggers her um, to go on this kind of revenge yeah. mission. Yeah. Um, and she gets taken under the wing by Bob Armstrong, who's played by Dallas Roberts, yeah. um, who is a disgraced lawyer who has a similar past of feeling very bullied and victimized um, and uh, is going to use her to regain his glory as the number one uh, pageant coach in the South. Um, it's, I just, can I just say, I am a sucker for pageant movies. I love Miss Congeniality, all of them. I don't even know how many there are. Yeah. But they're all fantastic. It's really fun. Yeah. Chris plays the rival lawyer. Yeah, so I play kind of his antagonist, yeah. uh, who is the DA. You have an Avenatti ish. I'm the one, I'm representing the homeless you. guy when we take Patty to court. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and a, and a guy who is just desperate for attention. So your argument is if you just gave him the fucking candy bar, we could have avoided all this? There you go, something like that. Yeah. All yeah. right. So yeah, I'm trying to bury her. <laughs> Oh, you, get to, you go southern on this one, too. Oh, yeah. yeah Don't yeah. you love the Avenatti, though? I mean, in terms of... I, I just... I love what he tweeted the other day. I know you follow Twitter. You, yeah. You retweet a lot of the same people I do, but that he just said, when they go low, we punch harder. Like, yeah. I, he, I feel like we're resonating with him, because I'm like, I love Obama, but we're in a different era, man, where we need to hit harder. We need to... I don't, it doesn't mean we need to lie and cheat and be awful like they yeah. are, but we need fighters like that, because... Yeah, you know what? Can I tell... I don't love him. Yeah. Like he, yeah. there's something about well, that I guy. Do. There's something about that guy that just like I, I, he makes me. I don't know. I just I, like I don't click with him. Mm-hmm. Like I love Ocasio Cortez. I like I like the way that she, Alexandria. Yeah, the way that she addresses these things and the way like the stuff that she tweets out like that rings. Uh, yeah, really oh, I think true she's fantastic. Like, I love her she's style fantastic. because it's so like it's smart and it's optimistic and it's like yeah, but on brand and. But also, like, well, punches you in the face yeah. but with facts. Yeah. Um, um, here's uh, what I love about you, yeah. among many things now. <laughs> we have our differences over Michael Avenetti. That's okay. He's yours um, to keep. That's all right. No, you're you're you, a bad lesbian, but he's yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the fact that you were out there for uh, John Ossoff, and you've also you just retweeted Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez when she said, I highly doubt Sessions in this administration who fought uh, to ban Muslims from this country value religious liberty at all they believe yeah. in and prop up false zero-sum world where the expansion of, expansion of one's rights must come at the cost of another's. Vote them out in November. Um, 
But I was saying, you know, we were just, it's interesting we're taping this today because they just testified that Russia's goal in these midterms is to exploit divisions on the left the same way they did in 2016. And this is what I love about you guys both being out there for John Ossoff. I will say, I'm a Hillary girl. I didn't appreciate Bernie saying John Ossoff wasn't progressive enough. I think that hurt him in that race. What I do like that Bernie's done since then has joined Kamala Harris and Cory Booker in campaigning for a lot of the other candidates that then won. Yeah. Meaning, if we unite, if we vote blue, no matter who, we win. Yeah. And I think that y- you can love a John Ossoff for his district and love an Alexandria Cortez well, for that's her district. Like, to me, like, I think it's so important, especially with the House races, to, to like, I, I hate the narrative that all, right. that this nationalistic narrative. I hate the narrative that, you know, when, when you hear um, talk show hosts talking about, yeah, but what, if, what is the Democrats' platform? It's like, well... Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Look because at these the lunatics. The Democratic Party isn't running in each of these districts. The candidates are running. Thank in you. Each of these that's districts, what, and the districts are all different. And that's what I love about Alexandria. She's yes. not taking the bait. She went on uh, CNN and they tried to bait her into this Democrats and disarray yeah. thing. She wasn't having it. Yeah. She said, I'm a proud Democrat. Yeah. And they're like, well, you wouldn't, what you're doing in, in Iowa. She's like, I'm not running in Iowa. Exactly right. <laughs> you know, and exactly she's like, right. respect the hustle. Here's my shoes that I wore holes through yeah. campaigning. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, you know, look, Joe Crowley, I don't even know Joe Crowley, but he fell asleep on, uh, you know, at at the wheel. And he that was disrespectful to not show up for a debate yeah. and to send an Hispanic woman yeah. to debate her like that. I'm a liberal woman. And now I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And disrespectful a, and the thing, to and her, to, to your have, constituents. You have you to know. have great candidates. She's yeah. a great candidate. Yeah. Speaking of great candidates in Fresno, we've got. Andrew, Andrew Jans. Andrew Jans. We love. We've had him on. I love him. He's Alyssa a, was up there with him yesterday. Yeah. I yes. And I've I've I was up there. I've been up there with him a couple of times. I've been to his office a couple of times. He has a really great staff working for him. Yeah, and, we've worked with them. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. And my God, like he's you know this is a guy another good example of a guy who I think is a good candidate for the district. Yeah. yeah. You know, Prosecutor, like, I love that he yeah. tweeted the other day when Trump, you know, talked about Sessions ending the Mueller thing, and he goes, "Yeah, a lot of the people I prosecuted want me to end my investigation prematurely too." Yeah, and he's running for the right reasons because yeah. he wants to serve his community, mm-hmm. and he sees that the community is not being served by Devin well, Nunes. I mean, aside even, from what a total clown that guy is, don't even get us started. I don't. He belongs in prison. He doesn't. I mean, I mean, belongs in a house, but not the House of Representatives. I uh, mean, yeah. I, I, and I do think we were saying this on the show the other day. I think they're going to get to him i think muller's got bigger fish to fry but he has oh, clearly been obstructing justice yeah. and conspiring he's been you know um improperly leaking classified information i mean he's mm-hmm. he's acting as a, a you know stooge of the white house and yeah. It, it's yeah um yeah you retweeted andrew jans who said if your client conspired with a foreign power to rig our elections then yes that is a crime um about giuliani just what is giuliani do? he just moves the goalposts in every interview oh, yeah. and you're well, no, I think it's clear what he's doing. He's just he's trying to uh, he's kind of ch- he's trying to change public opinion. So if right. if an impeachment happens, then they have support from their side of the fence that they they're trying to muddy the waters. They're trying to make yeah. the investigation seem illegitimate. Um, like nothing he says is based in reality. It's all yeah. based on just trying to um, make people wonder. Yeah. Um, so yeah. and by the way, like like something that sticks in my craw all the time is is vocabulary, things like meddling, words like meddling. Right? <laughs> Why no. are we using That's a, a word like yeah. meddling? Exactly right. Like meddling is what I do when I'm like teasing my kid. Meddling is not what happened when the Russians attacked our elections. 
You know, they like it's an attack. It's not a medal. Um, and and it like I don't understand why. So I don't want to harp on the media a lot, but it but it bugs me the why they just yeah. go along with these words that are yeah. given to them in a press release or I don't know what and yeah. and use them when it weakens. Yeah, um, your former your uh, fellow uh, former CIA operative Malcolm Nance. Yeah, often uh, often yeah. says that, but he just yeah. says like this is the biggest story in our history. This yeah. is the biggest you know counterterrorism you know story that has ever happened. Yeah. And I think the media still is in this, oh, you know, they have some complicity in it. And also they it, they don't want to, uh, what were we saying, like, what do you call it? Well, Blitzer almost stroked out the other night when, who was it, said, Steve Cohen, representative uh, said. Yeah, from Tennessee. Yes, yeah, said, like, clearly Don Jr. and Jerry are going to be indicted. And he's like, oh, what? Where are you getting that? You know, it's like, Wolf, are you paying attention? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and by the way, they will or they won't. This is like, a huge we'll international conspiracy we'll to defraud there. the United States of America. Pay attention. Yeah. This is thank God there's an actual legitimate investigation going on that seems to be like being done in exactly the right way because we right. never hear anything from them until there's an indictment. Um, so so we'll find out. You know, I, there, there's so many hours to fill like, in the media. I feel like yeah. they have to. T- they feel like they have to talk about something, and they get yeah. on to speculating about things that. Yeah. Y- it's just you don't need to speculate, and Travis, it doesn't do you any good. Travis and I's main, uh, f- favorite story is that Bob Mueller um, bit a belt instead of having anesthesia during surgery right yeah. after 9/11 because he didn't want to be unconscious when he was FBI director. Oh, really? And I picture like he still uses it. Like every time Rudy's on TV, there's a new tweet. He's just like, get the belt. It gives a new a meaning belt. to get, give me the belt. <laughs> yeah. Just give me yeah. the belt. Different than what we grew up with in Fresno, right? What's that? Different than what we grew up with yeah, in Fresno. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what? What was that? Uh, uh, abuse. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Would you two like a moment? Spankings, beatings. Oh. No, oh. no, no. Oh, really? No, I never got the belt. Okay. No, I got spanked, but I deserved yeah. it. Yeah, me yeah, too. Same, yeah. same here. Yeah. Oh, all right. There's nothing scarier than having your grandpa say to you, yeah. go get a switch. Got to keep go those, get a switch. Go get a switch yeah. off the tree. I, I yeah. hear those stories. Th- that's raising a generation of dumb kids. <laughs> go stories. get your own weapon of your own torture. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? No. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm not going to give... <laughs> you're going to have to do some work if you want to beat me. Well. I'm going to run while you're getting Catch mad. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, you got to keep these uh, Fresno farm boys in line, you know. That's right. <laughs> Fuck up something on a tractor, get the belt. It's serious. It gets the hose. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. So, all right, where where were we on the? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, here. Okay. When you <laughs> retweeted the snapshot from the rally, I mean, I, um, we were talking about this this morning, and you tweeted about the this. What is it? Q QAnon. QAnon. Have you gone down that rabbit hole much? No. No, I'm avoiding it. Okay. Oh. Uh, QAnon goes mainstream. Trump's rallies are turning darker. Um, you retweeted Jamil Smith, who said a conspiracy theorist is POTUS, so it seems natural many of them would attend his rallies, but the GOP has indulged these people long before they made space for them in public. These folks have been itching to behave this way, we should say as much. Um, not just enabled to people to be openly racist, I yeah. guess, as they've always wanted to be and thought they had to hold it in, yeah. but I, this... I, I don't, I feel like, how do we get these people back to just the world of reality, let yeah. alone debating policy? Well, I mean, that, that's the thing that, that, like, I don't know, you can't get all of them back. And, and frankly, like, you don't have to. There's enough, um, you know, I, it's the majority of the country is reasonable. 
Yeah. Um, the majority of that's the country, what I fo- focus on is the empty seats there. Yeah, like, okay, like and look at the poll influenced. numbers; it's dwindling. Just you know, there's more of us. Just yeah, like you yeah. just keep. You have to fight the good fight. It's interesting. I read a book um, this summer. I, I was uh, I was in Fiji doing a film, right? Um, and I read this book called "Lies My Teacher Told Me" by, mm-hmm. by James Lowe. And this, I, it just was so eye opening. Um, and explained a lot to me about what's going on right now and yeah. how uh, race is really kind of at the bottom of all of it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, because cause the way that we're taught history is is so white and so ethnocentric um, that like racism is, is baked in to how we learn about our country. And, and in a lot of ways, we don't even realize it. Yeah. Um, and so that's why, like this white supremacist, this, you know, the white supremacy has his back and is strong and yeah. is alive and well in the White House right now. Yeah, um, and they never why, went away; just went under its rock, you well, know. Yeah. And now then his whole oh, he just tells it like it is. It's, it's so you could see you have to be politically correct now. It's like, it's when a, did that become like saying the N word is <laughs> being right. you know. or not saying is being politically correct like how did we no that's just spin and it becomes an excuse um to to be racist and to and to feel that way Um, my favorite uh cartoon right after the election was the uh, someone's like does this hood make me look economically anxious like the media's got to stop with these storylines and and every storyline is how did liberals better understand these people and how we lost the angry white working class it's like what i I don't need to understand that. That, right? It's okay to be. I think it's understanding is good, right? Right. Understanding, I think, is always uh, good. Um, But that doesn't mean that uh, you have to go along with it. It doesn't mean you have to agree with it. Um, I think it's good to understand where people are coming from because then if you want to change their minds or if you want to outnumber them, then like you know yeah. where they're coming from yeah. so you know how to deal with it. My point, Christopher, do we still have to debate Nazis, good or bad? Baby jails, <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> you say no. You've done right. some action. Yeah, no. Thanks for taking a stand no, on that. Bad. You tweeted, I went to a family's belong together organizing event today because I will not sit by while children are cruelly separated from their families in my country's name. Uh, that's what I think we have to keep saying. This is in your name. This yeah. is in your name. Well, like, it's so upsetting to me when people say, well, this is not who we are. Uh, it's like, sorry, yeah. folks, this is who now we it are. Is. Yeah. Until like, we change it in November, yes. Until you do something different, yeah. this is exactly who we are. How do you like that that picture went all over the world that Trump... <laughs> Just yeah. This is us. This is America. This is, this is us. This is this is America, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy on Sasha Baron Cohen's show with his pants dropped, Have you seen any yelling that? the N word and I saying, saying "I'm gonna I'm gonna make you gay and put my butt on you." And I, yeah, okay, that guy. Um, <laughs> but honestly, like I think we have to like the reason it upsets me when it, that gets repeated. This is not who we are, is because then it, then this will continue. Yeah, as long as we have our head in our sand and. Keep telling ourselves that yeah. no, we're better than this because we're not better than this because it's happening. Yeah, like we were just talking about the environment. I was like, you know, talking about you guys going, oh, there must be something in the water in Fresno, and you're like, well, now there is lead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, didn't used to be. No, used to be good. Used to be minerals and it was delicious. And Straight out of the ground. Drink it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like our infrastructure is falling apart, and they want they want to build a forty billion dollar wall on the border to do <laughs> nothing. 
You've yeah. Got, like, we can't drink the water anymore, so what, folks. What drives your uh, activism? Because not all actors do it. I mean, obviously, you know, there's a few like you and Alyssa, but I mean, it, it, it's, you know, and sometimes they call it red carpet <laughs> activism. Yeah. like to get good publicity or get a good picture or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you really walk, walk the talk, right? I mean. Well, I try to. Um, you know, I, I have three kids. Um, you know, my wife has always been very politically active. Um, my parents were never outgoing, outwardly political, but, you know, they always voted. Um, yeah. And they m- made me understand how important that was to participate right. um, in the democracy in that way. Um, so I, I, I don't know, other than, you know, I just think it's too important well, to not say anything. Yeah, and I love what you're doing, because you had also tweeted, House GOP refuses to renew election security funding as Democrats fume over Russian meddling. I mean, if ever we have felt like, we got to do this ourselves. Yeah. We're going to have to do this ourselves. Yeah. We are going to have to, this time, learn a lesson about Russian pro- propaganda. Don't let them divide the left. Get out in such numbers that they cannot steal this. Yeah. Um, I mean, how about this skit today? Did you see the whole, like, you know, Dan Coates and John Bolton and Sarah Huckabee Sanders coming out? Did you see her lecturing? Um, you know, reporters don't ask about 2016. It's like, don't, fuck you, Lydia. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Aunt Lydia. Like, don't tell reporters what they can ask. But she literally was saying, oh, just focus on this. Don't ask any questions. And, and report. Thank God they defied her. Yeah. The Fox because, News guy defied her. Because you go, that clearly was a skit. The whole, like, oh, we're very concerned. We've been working. We're very focused. Yeah, when I, all of them have testified, they're doing fucking nothing. As Conor McGregor would say, you're doing fucking nothing. I mean, that's, I, I, it's, I think, uh, on, for people like us, have a, have a really hard time understanding how people like Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, does her job. Like, how do you go out there and just obviously, provably yeah. lie? Yeah. Um, like, what is and it? she led this. She what read is it this about this that's so important to you that you're willing to do that? Whiny fucking diaper baby st- screed about how mean people are to conservatives. She, like, read it. She obviously right. prepared it. You right. know, yeah. I believe as well as I know, I'm the only, I'm the only, uh, you know, press secretary ever had had Secret Service. It's like, I mean, yeah. really? You look at this rally, you thought like, oh my God, is someone going to have to get Jim Acosta out of there? Yeah. And, you know, I just please with the civility police and the left are being uncivil, right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, that's one of those things that muddies the water. That's one of those things that, like, uh, uh, becomes a story that gives the media something to talk about. Yeah. Um, and there's this false equivalency that they, you know, want to throw out there. Be, you know, the idea that um, there's always an equal side to, yeah. there's always two equal sides, sides to every argument or yeah. know, everything that's ever done or said. That's the other thing um, that happened at this press conference. They were like, now, is there one side they're targeting? It's like, are you kidding me? Do you not think we're paying attention? Like, of course there's one side. They have co-opted not just the presidency, but an entire party in our country. Yeah. Obviously, it is Republicans that are in bed, right, with Russia. It is, you know, this cycle, Claire McCaskill, Gene Shaheen, Democrats who have been targeted thus far. Listen, there's, like, there's something about um, Trump that I think is really interesting. Because if, in my experience, when you've got a guy like that who is corrupt, who yeah. lies... Um, I believe he assumes everyone else does the same thing. Yeah. Um, like that's, when that's how you operate. And thus I give you crooked Hillary. Yeah, you kind of assume that everyone else does the same thing. So, well, everybody's doing it. 
Um, right. But everybody's not doing it. Money laundering. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. So how bad can it be? Everyone um, scammed $60 billion from a shady foreign government yeah. to buy an ostrich coat. What? I know. But it's, 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 and it's tough because you never get to like, the, the real issues. Like, you know, the, the Trump is saying that the media is the enemy of the people. And, and, and by the way, Sarah Sanders would not disavow that today. Right. Today? Would not disavow I, I it. I read about it. Jim yeah. Acosta, would you like to say? Yeah. She would not say the, the press is not the right. enemy. Which is disgusting. Um, but I also have complaints with the media. Yeah. Right? Like the media oh, me is, is not the media is not this like perfect, um, beautiful thing up on the hill that never makes Big a mistake. Big part of how we got here. The, the, anyone like, that gleefully yes, published, published these uh, yes, stolen are. DNC emails participated yes, in this. so, like, it, it drives me crazy when I hear um, folks in the media talking about government um, and talking about it as if it's a horse race, as if it's a basketball game, um, as if the game um, is the most important part of it. Because they're like obsessed with the horse race of it. They're obsessed with the numbers, yeah. and they're obsessed with the polls. And to me, um, that stuff matters to those campaigns, but shouldn't really matter all that much to the rest of us because it's it's not a race. Yeah, like, it, it's like who well, wins. We're in a race for actually our democracy. Well, that's the thing. As we like, keep saying, like America matters. was attacked. Not not. It's just, not a game. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's so it frustrates me when they cover it that way. They, yeah. they seem more excited about. The, the horse race than they are about the policy. Yeah. That's also how they get the ratings because they keep things close. They make it sound yes. exciting. Yes, and they gin it up. That's and how this happened. Know, they all thought Hillary was going to win. They're like, let's just make it, let's just bloody her up, make it a horse race so we get ratings yeah. and it's not, or she's going to win. And it's not like, like, you know, facts are being made up left and right. That's not what happens. It's, it's, it's about how they cover it. It's yeah. covering it like it's a war, like it's a race. Yeah. Um, you retweeted Andrew Jantz, who said, I, I, lear- I just learned Twitter has shadow banned Devin Nunes for spreading fake news and Russian propaganda. You can't make this stuff up. Um, because, that, I mean, and that's not like a joke. No, He's that's retweeting rep- Russian that's- propaganda because that's what he does. Devin Nunes represents my parents Yeah. in Congress. Yeah. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's an embarrassment. And by the way, like, you know, like uh, my parents and, and their friends, from what I understand, all conservative, um, none of them voting for Devin Nunes this time around. My dad ran with Goldwater. He was chairman go. of the RNC. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. I know from, and my, I call her my 95-year-old Trump voting Republican mom, yeah. Fox News. But I, I really do speak to media. I say that all the time. I blame Fox News for a lot of it because it's mostly what she watches yep. and Again, this is what I mean about how do we get our country back from just having one set of facts? How do you have a conversation with a QAnon person to go, well, no, John F. Kennedy Jr. is dead. (laughs) He is, in fact, not leading a cabal with Trump. To t- oh, I guess we could ask First you all, because apparently all Tom Hanks hiding out all this time. Yes. Tom Hanks and every Hollywood celebrity apparently is a pedophile. I guess you can speak to that. Mr. Hollywood and all is your that, friends. Is, is, is that Tom is Hanks your, has a child your, sex hero. He does. Is yeah, your point that you're not? No, no. Is your I, point that you and everyone in Hollywood is not a pedophile? Is I that what you're not, saying? I do not have time for anything like that. I have a wife and three children. I have. Like, oh, three children. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Well, right away. That's okay. <laughs> 
No, I was laughing. We were joking about this. One of my Facebook page was like, Stephanie Miller used to molest kids she babysit for in high school. And I was like laughing because, of course, I never babysat because I've never liked children. Um, <laughs> never been nearly responsible was like, enough to babysit. And I thought it was funny, but I was like, oh, this is the thing that yeah. everyone on the left is a pedophile. I mean, right. is that that new? Is that is that uh, from because of the James Gunn? Tweets. No, this. Oh, oh, oh God, I hadn't even thought about James Gunn tying into that. No, this is QAnon. And yeah, see, I've no, this is I've been totally out of the loop on this whole thing. It's it just started in the last couple of days, and it's they believe that there's a the, the liberal elite and Hollywood have been trafficking in child sex slaves, and John F. Kennedy Jr. did not really die. He's been working with Trump since the '80s to get him elected into office, right? So that Trump could team with Mueller. Right. Who's not really investigating him? He's right. investigating the Clintons and the Obamas. Hillary and Obama, and they're all going to end up in uh, Gitmo. They're they're plotting to put them in Gitmo along with John F. Kennedy Jr., who appears as a middle aged uh, man with a beard and glasses at Trump rallies. All right, listen. And Tom Hanks has a sex harem. <laughs> wow. wow, that's a lot to digest. Wow. No, but so the whole reason we booked you can you conf- are you confirming or denying this is, that I you think, and everyone else in Hollywood is a pedophile? Or I what's your point? I, listen, I have no, no <laughs> what. This is very. When upsetting. did you stop beating your wife? Oh, your my childhood God. sweetheart wife. Insatiable. Netflix started <laughs> August 10th. <laughs> um, okay, can That's I a just safe say word. Insatiable is your a first, safe word. <laughs> your first job was as an intern on Baywatch. This is yeah, that's true. This is magically first circle because uh, Alexander went. Uh, Alexander, Alexander Paul. Paul was uh, on uh, Happy Hour, and I just saw her last weekend. <laughs> what What does uh, being an intern on Baywatch entail? Uh, well, it's uh, I spent a week in each department. Yeah. So I would like be in the music department, and I was in casting. I was in. They didn't let me in wardrobe. Yeah. I was gonna. No, I wondered if that was because you know, like pageant girls, they have to you have to pull their yeah, suits no. down because they ride up. No, but I got no. to. But I was on set and got you know. Got, I was I was there. I don't know. It was probably a month or six weeks or so. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was actually my first professional audition because they convinced guy, you're casting like, to let me to let me audition for uh, yeah. like a one line role as the swimmer. So I showed up in a speedo for the audition. <laughs> And then didn't get the part. It was really sad. It's a sad story. <laughs> we were skinny kids. We were talking about how hard yeah. it is to... Yeah. Oh, That's could true. you break out the tiniest of violins, Sean, for <laughs> yeah. poor Christopher Gorham? There we go. Who objectified himself. That's right. I Why are you objectifying yourself? Why are you objectifying yourself? I am so Showed objectified. Up now you're objectifying show, yourself in this show. Yeah. I felt awkward I looking at you. I'm just going to say that. Right? Sorry. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So degrading. Yeah. yeah. But God bless you for staying. I, I'm looking at another one of your tweets. GOP tax cuts are doing exactly what they were designed to do. I mean, you're not just giving lip service. Like, you're paying attention. You know, of course these tax... Now they're trying to do another one, and they're not going to... They're going to shareholders. Of course they are. I mean, it's just... Of course they are. Yeah. Because that's what they're for. You know, I, right. you know this, this idea that trickle-down economics is a... Is, a thing that works and makes the economy great like has been long ago disproved but right. here we are that you know they're trotting out the same old arguments and yeah i mean it's the definition of insanity right you keep doing the same thing and expect a different result it's the same exact result yeah um and it honestly like it breaks my heart yeah. it breaks my heart that you have so many people who are voting for trump who are voting for the gop truly believing um, that they are, their interests are going to be addressed and that they are looking out for yeah. them. And they're not. They're just not. Yeah. I mean, what is Trump at the rally going, oh, these farmers, they said they can take it. 
Like they're just, it is such a cult of personality now. The people that are losing their jobs and their livelihoods because of him, some of them still defending him. Well, just, and again, like it kind of, it goes back to race. Like we're at a really important period of change in our country where the entire demographics of the country are mm-hmm. changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Thank God. listen, it scares, <laughs> well, it scares a lot of people. Like it scares, not a lot of people, it scares a lot of white people Yeah. Um, because we've had it really good and because white people have been taught by, through culture and in school to believe uh, explicitly or implicitly that we're better than everyone else. Yeah. Um, clearly so not. If you look if, just at pictures of that rally, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> but you know, like that's a, that w- when that is a core belief, um, you know, whether or not it's something that you speak well, out loud or, or yeah. but when you think like if this, that's a core belief of yours, that's a really hard thing to change. Chris, a lot of people talking about the this um, just a headline. I can't remember where it was. It says, you know, Barack Obama endorses controversial rapper. And I'm like, you left out that he's a Harvard graduate, a Rhodes Scholar. Yeah. An important, you know, like has had an amazing legal career. He like he was a rapper for a short time, but I thought, man, just whatever's clickbait. Yeah, that's yeah. how we got here. Yeah, well, it's fear, right? Oh, white people are scared of rappers, so we'll use that. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. Um, it's sad. It makes but, me sad. But you know, that's the other thing is that a lot of times we go like sometimes right wingers like they only care about stuff when it affects them, when they have a gay kid, when they have a whatever. I mean, you know, you've spoken out about. Obamacare ACA repeal because uh, how that would affect your son who has autism. Yeah. But you also speak out for a lot of people that y- you don't know a brown kid in a cage, but but no. y- but you care about it and you're out there trying to raise money for them to get lawyers Deep. to get the brown kids out of cages yeah. and stop being sexually abused and killed and uh, drugged. Right? I yeah. mean, I, I joined a group in my community called Rise to Reunite, and um, we started a GoFundMe to raise money for a, comp- a, a group called Alotrolado. Yeah that provides legal services to these families that have been forcibly split up at our border um, to try and reunite them. You know, we've still got hundreds of kids um, who have been taken, kidnapped from their families. And, um, and, and, you know, these kids need to get back. Like, as soon as possible, we need to get them back to their families. It's unconscionable that this happened. And the fact that, of course, they were warned. Of course, Trump was warned. Yeah, of course. Of the consequence. They don't yeah. care. They don't no. give a fuck. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He does. I really don't think that he cares. I, I, like, he's, um, you know, I, I met him once. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute now. I met him. <laughs> Here's the big finale for the, for the happy no, hour. I yes. did. I met him when? Uh, when I was on a show on NBC called Medical Investigation. I met him at some NBC thing. That was back when The Apprentice was probably on. <clears throat> it was. The Apprentice was on. Our show was coming on after The Apprentice. And I went up and I was kind of excited to meet the guy and, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, and shook his hand. It was in the pre-Hitler years. Told him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he told me our show was going to be a big success. He was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. He was not One of the first success. of many things he was wrong about, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, it's, uh, uh, like, it just, <laughs> like, that guy, that guy who, like, back then, in the little short time when I met him, totally unrelated from politics, only having to do with TV shows. Yeah was the same dude like you know he says the same he said the same thing to me that he says to everyone you're gonna be a big success you're gonna be and it feels good right and it's completely disconnected with anything that he's actually doing it means nothing right it's only designed to make you feel good everything's gonna be great yeah 
you're going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to be great. It's all great. He says it all the time. Right. I mean, t- 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 when he was like, oh, hey, when they say the, the elites, we have, uh, we have better jobs and apartments and whatever. We're the elite. You're the elites. And you look out of this rally, you're like, no, <laughs> those are not the elites. But, but like, hear that. I don't get, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, I don't get how they think they're like him or he's like them. Like, he's a fucking ghost elite no, if ever well, there was one. I mean, that's race baiting right it's like we're the best ones we're the best yeah us like he doesn't say we're the best because we're white but it's an entirely white crowd yeah and he's telling except for that one guy that gets paid that's always behind him that guy yeah (laughs) that one guy blacks for trump yeah that guy uh yeah it's and and again like it makes me sad like yeah because there's so much opportunity to do so much good um, and it, it's so frustrating and depressing when the system gets hijacked um, yeah. by guys like him. Yeah. You know, there's only one thing to be done now for America, uh, Christopher Gorham. Yeah. And that is for you to come back and bring uh, your friends America Ferrara and Lisa Milano on the same happy hour. Yeah. Before the midterms. Oh, my God. Those two. It's not about me, Aren't they Chris. Impressive? It's not about me. Focus. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It's for America. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. For America Ferrara? Yes. It's for you to bring other fantastic, beautiful activists like you, like Alyssa Milana and uh, America Ferrara, all of your co-stars, back here to the Stephanie Miller Show. That's what America's about, Christopher Gorham. That's America. (laughs) And also watching Insatiable on Netflix. uh, His new series coming out, which looks honestly fantastic. Comes out next Friday. Yep. August 10th. Yep. One week from the day this drops. Yep. Yeah, yeah just don't start watching it too late at night or you're going to be up all yeah. night. But you will have uh, no chance to watch that if America ends because uh, Christopher Gorham does not bring Alicia Milano. America's not going to end. America Ferrara back here to the Stephanie Miller Happy Hour. We're going to write the ship. All right. Oh, but only if you, okay. I love you, Christopher <laughs> Gorham. Happy, happy hour. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you.